the reason I, I, I teach folks how to sell and market their business and do it in a way that's super simple is because, because I hustled so freaking hard. I was doing the most. I was doing too much. Last year, I did two episodes on the podcast every single week. Two. Trust me. I know about the hustle. But, and and I don't want you to hustle hard like that. But you do need to take action. You don't need to sit on your thoughts for days at a time or for hours at a time. When I say your thoughts, I mean your ideas. If you got some value to give your audience, you need to take some freaking action. You need to take some action now. And of course, your brain is going to serve you with nobody needs to hear this. This isn't really helpful. You're not even that experienced. Yeah, that's normal. Welcome to the freaking club. Take action. Test shit out. Test and learn. That is how you find your voice. That is how you figure out what your niche is. That is how you figure out where you fit in here. You take action and when you take action, you learn to trust yourself. My name is Kat Del Carmen. I'm a wife, mama, and business coach to badass women. Here's the thing. So many of us were raised to believe that a college degree and a nine to five job is the only road to success. I'm here to tell you it's not. On this show, we're going to keep it real. I'm going to challenge you to think differently, take action before you're ready, and show up as your future self. We'll talk about business, growth, mindset, and the tough stuff in life. My guests will inspire you and give you insight to what is possible. So if you want to start an online business, I'm here to teach you. Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Follow That Fear podcast. I'm so grateful you are hanging out with me today. I'm really, really excited for today's episode. I'm going to be talking about, I actually don't know what I'm going to name this episode yet, but I'm going to be talking about attributes of a successful coach. Now, I wrote down a ton of like attributes, like this is what I believe a successful coach does, the way they think, all of it. And I really considered not only things that I've learned, but I've really looked at my own coaches. I've looked at people I admire and I just made a running list. So the way this episode is going to go is I'm just going to like go ham (laughs) on a lot of different random things. But I do believe you're going to find value from it because this is what I've learned after doing, I mean, Coaching, let's see, I started my coaching business about a year ago, but when I really think about the mentorship I've given, I mean, I've literally been a mentor, like assigned a mentor many, many times in my life, but I've also had so many ups and downs. I went to college, took forever, got bad grades. I had an amazing career at Nordstrom. I kept going back to being a salesperson after being promoted because I wanted to finish school and I was in my head. 
Then I finally got into tech, did a lot of temp jobs. Nobody wanted to hire me. Finally got a position I liked. Worked really, really hard. Didn't get paid enough. Asked for negotiate, negotiated my salary. Let's see. I mean, just so much. I, I, I applied to another job so I can like basically get an offer and bring it back to my gut. Like so many things, right? So all that being said... I really, really wanted to create an episode where I just spew out everything I've seen from my mentors, things I've learned. And yeah, that's how it's going to go today. But before we get started, I am so excited for Mexico. So I am going to Cabo for a mastermind I'm a part of. The it basically gets it's a six month mastermind and it gets kicked off with a live event. And this year, the live event is in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. And I am so pumped. And I'm really going to treat this mastermind and I'm going to treat this experience. I'm going to do my best to fully embody the person who really makes a lot of money. So like, I want to make 200K this year. I've made 106 months. And, you know, I don't, I just, I don't like creating giant goals. So I'm not going to do that. And I've found that undergoing is like really, really helpful. So my goal isn't, I mean, it's a lot of money, but I'm basically trying to duplicate what I've done. My stretch goal is 250. But next year I have a lot, a lot, a lot of plans and I I just know that I'm going to have to become this person that produces the results I want. And in this mastermind, what I plan to do is like, I'm going all out. I'm going to like get my nails done like differently than I usually do. I think I'm going to get like longer nails. I'm, I'm shopping for outfits. Like I want to show up as million dollar cat. And I'm not saying I'm going to make a million dollars next year, although I secretly dream of that. But then I'm like, I don't know, a million dollars is a lot of money to handle now. So I'm like, ah, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. But regardless, I want to show up like that version of myself. So I am like, I am shopping. I'm doing my thing. I'm taking care of myself. I got a personal trainer. I've been working out. I'm trying to eat right. I um, I got, I just got a haircut. I'm going to get my hair dyed. I'm thinking about doing my eyebrows, like microblading. And I just want to start doing the things I want to freaking do to show up like I want to show up like the person who just like takes care of themselves, takes care of their family, takes care of their business. So that's kind of my, that's my whole like thing right now. So I'm really pumped because Mexico is going to be like the kickoff. Like I, I don't know why I'm positioning it in my head like this, but it's kind of fun. So anyways, I'm really, really pumped about that. And yeah, let's get into the content because I, I these notes are looking right at me and I want to get into it. So attributes of a successful, successful coach. Um, before I get into this, I really also thought about my clients in making this because I was like, okay, like I'm always thinking about my clients. I'm always thinking how I can help solve their challenges, help them develop. And I'm really caring so deeply about them. And one question I ask myself is like, 
what is it about like this person or this person that it's they're getting results, right? What is it about specific people that they are getting results? And what are they doing? What are they believing? What are what do what are some of their attributes, right? So I really thought about that. I thought about my stuff, I thought about my mentors, and that's what I'm gonna talk about today. So let's get started. All right. Attributes of a successful coach, number one, successful coaches, people who are getting results, they are 100% responsible for the results they get. So what I mean by that is they're not surprised by their results. They're not surprised because they know the work that needs to happen inside work and outside work that needs to happen to achieve goals. So they're 100% responsible. I remember I had a, there was one call, one clarity call I had, right? A consultation with a potential client. I forget what month this was, a couple months ago. And I remember being on that call and I was so in my head. I was making up all these stories in my head of how the call was going to go. And I just, I I wasn't, I wasn't who I needed to be. And this person ended up not working with me, right? And I remember right after the call, I I, right after the call, I was like, she's not going to work with me. I know it. I didn't show up the way I need to show up, right? I knew instantly. I'm like, this person is absolutely not going to work with me. And she didn't. And I honestly feel bad because this woman is really like, she's really an amazing woman. And I wish I would have shown up for her. But when I say 100% responsible for result, for your results, right? I'm saying, look at your work critically, not with a shameful way, right? Not in a shameful way, like, oh, you suck, blah, blah, blah. Like those thoughts are obviously going to be there. But really try to critique what you're doing in a, in a productive way, in a way that teaches you something, right? So successful coaches, they're 100% responsible for their results and they take accountability, All right, number two, they work on their mindset at every level in their business. This is, look, mindset work is something I completely resisted in the beginning of my business. I just thought I was quote unquote good at it. (laughs) Looking back, like thinking back to that time, I'm like, oh my God, I was so like, who, oh, my ego just got the best of me. And there Here's the crazy thing is there's so many coaches out there, successful coaches too, like people who've gotten themselves amazing results, but that are maybe in a place of like, they can't grow their business past a certain amount, right? Like I've seen this a lot. Like some coaches will get to a certain like six figures, multiple six figures, and they have a really hard time going past a certain number and they they like stopped investing in themselves and they're not, they're avoiding the work they need to do, which is mindset work. And I'm not saying everybody needs, I mean, I actually do believe everyone needs mindset work, but I'm not saying this is everyone. But what I am saying is I think what I see in the coaching industry the most 
is people trying to grow, like get coaching from these specialty coaches that are like a funnel coach or, or a niche or this or that. And the reality is they're resisting the mind stuff, like straight up. And here's here's why I say this. One is because I've, I'm working with a couple folks who are, I work with a lot of very, very successful people and, and successful coaches. And I see how much they want to go back to the strategy and the checking the boxes and all of that. But the mindset work is going to be so important to your business at every single level. Every single level. I don't care if you're making 100K. I don't care if you're making $1,000. You made your first $1,000. I don't care if you're making $5 million. I've heard it from my coaches, the coaches who I listen to, their podcasts, the coaches who I communicate with on DMs. Like, y'all, the mindset work will never be over. This is why I so believe in coaching. This is why I believe in life coaching because the work is never done, ever, ever, ever. Okay. All right. So, number three, successful coaches, they do self coach daily. They self-coach daily. Now, if you don't know what self-coaching is, it's a term, I believe, coined by Brooke Castillo because Brooke Castillo is the head of the Life Coach School and she created the self-coaching model, right? It's like a formula. It's a tool. It's a resource that you can use to really slow down your thoughts and get any result you want. It's, it's the model that I use with my clients. It's the model I use for my life. And it's the model that was taught to me by my coaches, right? I really, really believe in this model because um, it's just helped me really get control of my mind, right? And when I say successful coaches, self-coach daily, what I mean is they are taking the time to understand what their mind is serving them, the negative and the positive. And they're choosing to always do the work to go with the thought that's going to serve them. And I don't want to say negative and positive because it's okay to have negative thoughts. Like that's a part of, (laughs) we're humans. We can't get away from that. But they're self-coaching so they can actually look at those, those thoughts, right? Those unintentional, rude thoughts that our brain serves us. And they're saying, wait, 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 no, that's not too true. They're always questioning those thoughts. They're always challenging those thoughts. I'm always challenging those thoughts. Every single time my brain serves me with something that is just plain rude, I find every, I immediately, I like I see it, I not literally, but I see it in my mind, I acknowledge it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's not going to work today. And look, Here's the thing. Some days I'm freaking sad, right? And that's a different story. When I'm sad, I'm sad and I need a rest. But when I have a negative thought, when I'm when I am just having this negativity, I self-coach. And then I get myself right back on track. All right. So, another attribute number 4. Attribute of a successful coach is successful coaches ask 
themselves questions first. Before they ask for help, they ask themselves the question and they typically will make a decision. And they might want a second, second, you know, opinion on the decision from their coach, but they're not looking at their coaches for all the freaking answers. They're asking themselves first. I mean, they're not, they're really not settling for questions like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do here. I don't know where to start. Like those are those are pretty amateur questions and I don't mean to offend anyone, but it's just true. It's just true. Successful coaches, successful entrepreneurs, they're not actually asking questions to their coach. Like, how do I do this? Maybe not. Maybe (laughs) they do ask, how do I do this or that? But they're not asking like, where do I start? Or I'm not sure how to do this. And I'm not saying you can't ask those questions to your coaches, but what I'm saying is I want you to ask yourself first. See what your instincts are telling you. What does your brain serve you with? And then come to your coach with that. Like When I see successful coaches, when I think about my mentors and coaches and what I strive to do as much as I can is I ask myself questions first and then I go and get a second opinion if I need it. But I'm really staying away from questions like, I just don't know where to start. You know, no more amateur questions. You're a boss. (laughs) Okay, number five. I'm actually losing count, so I don't think I'm going to count through them. Number five, successful coaches, they believe and trust their coach. This is a big one. And here's the thing. I just had a episode last month talking about being coachable. If I attribute, like one thing I attribute to my success as a coach is that I fully trust my coaches. I believe what they say and I take what they say seriously. And then I've learned to trust myself enough to tweak those, right? To tweak those little little advice, make it my own. But I trust my coaches. I trust that they have my best interest at heart. I trust it. And then I run with it. I believe my coaches. I do. I believe in their experience. I believe that they're going to help me. I believe they're the right coach for me. I believe it. And that's been a big, big part of my success. All right, I got these in order. So number six, successful coaches take action. Action. I think this is incredibly important in the beginning of your journey. If you want that early success, if you want that early success, take freaking action. Some people hate on messy action. But messy action got me here, okay? Look, the reason I I teach folks how to sell and market their business and do it in a way that's super simple is because 
because I hustled so freaking hard. I was doing the most. I was doing too much. Last year, I did two episodes on the podcast every single week. Two. Trust me. I know about the hustle. But and and I don't want you to hustle hard like that. But you do need to take action. You don't need to sit on your thoughts for days at a time or for hours at a time. When I say your thoughts, I mean your ideas. If you got some value to give your audience, you need to take some freaking action. You need to take some action now. And of course, your brain is going to serve you with nobody needs to hear this. This isn't really helpful. You're not even that experienced. Yeah, that's normal. Welcome to the freaking club. Take action. Test shit out. Test and learn. That is how you find your voice. That is how you figure out what your niche is. That is how you figure out where you fit in here. You take action. And when you take action, you learn to trust yourself. All right. All right. Number eight, successful coaches. They typically have coaches. Now, this one might be a little like people might hate on me for this. But I think it's so important for coaches to have coaches all the time. And like, you know, sometimes you're not going to have like a one-on-one coach and that's not what I'm saying. And even if you're not working with a coach right now, they're, they are committed to getting coached, even if it's like via podcasts or whatever, you know, watching master classes. And here's what I'm not saying. They aren't consuming all the content from all these random coaches and like trying to find desperate answers. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is what I've seen is successful coaches, people who are changing the game. They are investing 100% in their growth. I mentioned this on a past call or maybe it was a live, I forget, but I heard a piece of advice from Simone Soul. She's the host of the the Joyful Marketing podcast. She's an amazing coach, multi-million dollar coach. And she said on this podcast, I think she was talking about her making her first or second million. She said, she said that Brooke Castillo, her mentor, told her that your first 100K in your business, you should invest it back into your brain, not your business, into your brain. Y'all, I took that advice so seriously. That was me getting coached. So if you don't have a coach, if you're like, oh, I don't know if I can afford one. First, I want you to really think about what it means to afford one. Because I feel like I never really could afford anything. Like all, all the investments I made in myself. I, 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 don't, I didn't just like openly open my wallet and be like, here. The, the last investment I made, not my mastermind, the one before that. Um, I actually said no to the offer on the call, on the clarity call. I was like, nah, can't do it. And I spent a whole week thinking about my coach. I was like, God, I got to work with her. I got to work with her. I, I, I literally even started looking for other coaches 
because I was like, no, there has to be, no, 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 it's not going to work. Nope. I knew who my coach was and I just needed to figure it out. That's what I did. Talked to my husband. We pulled out some money from here and from there and from here and from there. And it was a $5,000 investment, which was the biggest investment I ever made. Prior to that, I, I probably invested about 10K in my business, but I was working a full-time job and I like, I, you know, it was easier to invest in myself. And when I invested that 5K, I had just left my job. I was barely making any money in my business. And if it, I didn't feel like I had it, right? Successful coaches, they get coached or they have coaches. All right. Number nine, successful coaches are obsessed with their audience. They care so deeply about the challenges that their clients and customers have. They have deep, deep empathy for them. They love them. It's how I feel about my clients. Fucking love my clients. They are so badass. I wish they saw what I saw. Every single one of my clients are so badass in their own way. But successful coaches, y'all, they're obsessed with their audience. They're obsessed. I will sit there and just take notes thinking about one of my clients Think about all their challenges, whether they have kids, where do they, the timing, their challenges with finding time, their challenges with getting out there and showing up for their business. I think about their thoughts and their mind and I study them. I study my clients because I know a hundred percent that when I care so deeply about my people, I show up better. I show up smarter. I become a better coach, right? Be obsessed with your audience. Be obsessed with your audience. When you care so deeply about them, I promise you, it will be so hard for people not to invest in you. All right, number 10. Successful coaches are always willing to learn. They're always willing to learn, always willing to, and actually this goes with nine and 10. I'm going to put these together, 10 or 10 and 11. They are always willing to learn and they trust their failure, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. When I think about my biggest failures, Well, one, I hate thinking about them, (laughs) but I look back and I'm like, no, this was the good stuff. This was the good stuff. Now, look, I still have the fear, right? But now I am so willing to learn. I think there's something very humble about being willing to learn. And I don't know, I, I like that space. Like I like... I like just being a student, right? And being the student of this entrepreneurship journey of my company that I'm building. I like learning from it. I like testing. 
So when I say they're always willing to learn, that means they trust their failures. They trust the failures. When failure happens, they accept it. And they they look for ways to learn from it. They look for ways to learn from it. I remember in May when I had like, I basically sold zero, I zero new clients of May of this year. Y'all, I was so in my head. For a big chunk of the month, I was like, everything is a fluke. I'm going to lose everything. Like I was just accepting all of the rude ass thoughts that my brain was serving me. And then about mid, the end of the month, mid month to the end of the month, I decided to just submit to the, what felt like a failure. And I remember I honed in on one thought. The thought was, my growth is perfect. I love that thought. And that's the thought that got me through my tough month. I decided to believe that my growth is perfect. My growth is perfect. Everything about my growth is perfection. I really started to believe that and it really helped me shift out of that negative space. So 10 and 11, they're always willing to learn and they trust their failures. They trust their failures. All right, number 12, they are focused on the now and they're in this on the long run, in the long run. They are focused on the now and in this for the long run. What I mean is they're present. They're trying to solve problems now. They're trying to solve their clients' problems now, trying to fix the back end of their business now for the long run. They're not looking, they're not always looking at the future like, oh, I can't wait to make a million dollars. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do that. No, they're present. They're focused on the now. They're focused on the clients in front of them, not the clients that are ahead, right? I I see this so much with new coaches. They want the number of clients so bad that they don't even know that the clients in front of them are the ones they need to truly serve and study and care about and make first to get those future clients. Successful coaches focus on the now. They focus on the now and they're in this for the long run. All right, number 13, they are willing to lose or slow down their money to grow their business. I'm in a place in my business where I've done really well, right? I, I, I've helped 20, over 25 clients this year, um, or I'm helping many of them still. And I'm in this place where I know that there's a lot of fixing to do in my business. I know there's a lot of fixing to do in my business. And I also know it's probably going to require me to slow things down. I love momentum. Momentum keeps me going. But there are some things my business has to do and handle, some things I need to do in my company to make room for more business. So successful coaches, they're willing to lose some money, to slow down their money, to grow their business. 
to do things for the long term. Number 14. This is such a good one. They do the work to heal and love themselves. I'd say this is the one that can help all of them. They do the work to heal and love themselves, truly love themselves. Not just say it, not just pretend, not just do the things that you're supposed to do if you love yourself. They do the inside work. They do the inside work. Because if you don't work on your mental health, when you don't work on your personal growth, right? When you don't work on those things, it will affect other places in your life. So successful coaches, they do the work to heal, to love themselves. And it's hard. Look, you're talking to a person with a whole lot of insecurities and a lot of healing to do. But but from what I've seen and what I'm trying to get to (laughs) is they do the work. Successful coaches do the work to heal and love themselves. I'm in a place where I'm really focusing on like my time and energy is now like really shifting to like my marriage, right? Really shifting to myself. I want to get a life coach soon. I, it's one of the investments I want to make towards the end of the year. I'm getting a therapist finally. (laughs) I got a personal trainer recently. Like there's just so much I'm doing because I know that the future me, I got to prep for that. All right. Number 15. Number 15. They celebrate. They celebrate their wins, they cheers, they get a massage, they buy themselves something, they take their small wins seriously, and they celebrate, even if it's a little celebration, but they're proud. They take those moments to say, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of me. They take those moments. And I have one more. Number 16, this is one that I've learned this year that has been uh, priceless. Successful coaches, they understand the value of rest and they rest often. A lot of people, it's so funny, like people I don't really talk to, but in my DMs, sometimes I'll get like random people, not random, these are like acquaintances online, other coaches, and they'll be like, I hope you're resting. Take care of yourself. Like, obviously I post a lot, but like, I, I, you guys, if you knew how much I rested, like I rest so much. I remember last year I used to be like, I don't have time for Netflix. I don't have time to do these things. I never watch TV. And look, I don't watch a lot of TV actually, But last year, I found like pride in like not watching TV. And this year, I'm like, I watch TV whenever the F I want to watch TV. If I want to binge on Netflix, that's what I do. If I want to take a day off, that's what I do. I think this year, I've understood rest so much. 
And it's just been such a blessing. And that's what I see in my in successful coaches and in my coaches and my mentors. They understand the value of rest and they rest often. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Let me run through these one, one more time, okay? Number one, successful coaches are 100% responsible for the results that they get. Number two, they work on their mindset always at every level at on, of your business. I'm going to be working on my mindset at every single level. I don't care if I'm making a million. I don't care if I'm making 10 million. I don't care if I'm making who knows what. I'm always going to work on my mind. Number three, successful coaches are self-coaching daily. Number four, they ask themselves questions first before they ask for help. They're decision makers. They decide and then they ask for a second opinion. They don't ask questions like, where do I start? Number five, they believe in their coaches. They trust their coaches. They trust their coaching. They trust that they made the right decision in the investment that they made. Number six, they take action. They take action now. They don't think about it for days and days and days. They take action. Number seven, they take risks, calculated risks, but risks. Did I even bring this one up? I don't know if I brought it there. Uh, let me just do a little spiel on this one. I don't think I even brought it up. I must have skipped it. Number seven, they take risks. They're always willing to take risks for their business. Of course, calculated risks, but sometimes they're not that calculated. I left my job when I had very little money. We figured some things out so we could be a little comfortable, but our lifestyle changed real quick. They take risks. Number eight, they likely have a coach or they are getting coached purposefully, intentionally. They're getting coached from podcasts or whatever. I mean, I really believe investing in coaching but they're serious about their coaching, the coaching they're receiving. Number nine, they are obsessed with their audience and customers. They care so deeply about their people. Number 10, they are always willing to learn and they trust their failures. They trust their failures every time. They know, they know that they're learning through those. Number 12, they are focused on the now. They're present in their business and what's happening now, but they're in it for the long run. 13, they're willing to lose or slow down their money so they can grow their business for the long term. I'm learning this firsthand. I know people think like I'm having this amazing growth. I'm not expecting it to be like this all, all, all the time. There are some things that my company needs from me and I need to handle those and I might have to lose a couple dollars to do that. Number 14, they're doing the work to heal and love themselves and grow self-love. Number 15, they celebrate their freaking wins. They celebrate their wins. And number 16, they understand the value of rest and they rest often. I hope this was helpful. This was so much content, so much information, but I just, I don't know. I, I really wanted to share this like long list of what I believe are 
attributes of a successful coach. All right, y'all. I hope this was helpful. I hope you took something away. And if you're looking for coaching one-on-one, I want to chat if you know I'm the coach for you. I help my clients stay focused on their sales, take things one step at a time, cut out anything that isn't working for them or not serving them, and focus on the basics of fundamentals to get you to the next level with a whole lot of mindset work. (laughs) So if that's you, if you know I'm the coach for you and you know you need that, I have openings in August. You'll have to check my Instagram to make sure. But if I don't have openings, I have a wait list. So if you know I'm the coach for you, hit me up. Hit me up on Instagram or go to my website, katdelcarmen.com. And I hope to talk to you. All right, y'all. If you took something away from this message, this podcast episode, do me a solid and screenshot it. Share it on your social stories, social media. I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. I send you big love and I'll see you next time. Bye. Go. Go.